Welcome to Something Crunchy. Tyler is homies with Blake. Blake is the older bro of Blair. Blair is married to Tyler and is a slutty slut slut. Welcome to Something Crunchy. What the hell is crunchy? Welcome to Something Crunchy. Alright, back in the studio with T Diggity and No Bliggity. Let's put them up. <laughs> <laughs> I immediately wanted tonight? to sing as soon as he said no, no bliggity. Bliggity. How am I feeling? How you feeling? <laughs> I'm ready to go ATM on this sewed. <laughs> We're right in the meat of Crunchtober. It is episode 13. Ooh, episode 13. I am excited. How did that fall perfectly over like in Crunchtober? Crunchtober. I know. And never, I, I never tie any themes to... Um, an episode number, but I did tonight. You have to. Yeah, just because it worked out that well. It, it would be too on the nose not to. I thought we would start out with the 13 most extreme, crazy haunted houses Oof. in the United States. Yes. Yes, definitely. Got, I got anxiety just thinking about it. I know, I am too. Did you hear about some crazy haunted houses? Yes. I love them. And I hate them at the same time. This could be fun. Um, I've been to some of the craziest haunted houses, I feel. Like, in Texas, everything is much, much bigger. Oh, oh yeah. Terrifying. Like, and then in Arizona. They certainly don't mess around. They have, like, one of the largest outdoor ones that has a, uh, like, been the corn it. maze. Yeah. Been, been to it. Been yep. to it. Feel, feel the screams. Am I right? Feel the screams. Feel the screams. Ooh, that's cool. I got a good story about that. Tell me. You want to know? Yeah. Scariest part of Field of Screams is the van ride to get there from the ticket booth to where the haunted field starts. There's a van ride? You have to like load up in lines, right? It's just like a Six Flags Magic Mountain kind of... So you stand in line and then you get in a van? You get in a van in one of those 16 passenger vans. Oh. It's about. No, I don't like that at all. <laughs> I could so see you freaking out too on your way there. And listen to what they do. I'll have admission for two and a clean pair of shorts. <laughs> <laughs> they strap you in, you start going. Everybody's like, all right, it's going to be a standard, you know, just a ride to wherever we're going. We're going to get out. The experience starts right there. They shut the lights off, the headlights. You're, it's pitch black. The place doesn't open until 10 o'clock at night. Oh my God. You're going. 50 miles an hour, no headlights, down a dirt road, jumping in this van, just catching air on every other bump. Everybody's screaming. So you, you start on like an extreme van ride. Yeah. Yeah, before you even get to the haunted field. That was the scariest part. Once you get there, then it's, you know, pretty standard haunted field, haunted mansion kind of stuff. Do you want to hear about the ones that aren't standard? Yes. I'm talking about the ones you need waivers for. (laughs) Okay. I narrowed a list down from like 50 all the way to 13. Let's start out with, uh, let's see if I can do this right. In Manhattan, you must fight to survive. (laughs) In Blackout, there's one way in, no way out. (laughs) Shout out to Pablo. Pablo. Considered one of the scariest haunted houses in the world, Blackout requires both a waiver and a safety word. The actors will touch you and interact with you as they please and know 
you can't fight back. Oh, they can touch oh, you. That's God. like a part of the thing. Oh. You must. So that's usually you, my safety. You can't even push like them off you if they're nope. if they're too close. Nope. Or if they're like, oh. no. 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 You must be over eighteen to participate, and you must walk through the attraction alone. Oh, no. absolutely not. That's like literally. I feel like a nightmare I've had, and then like somebody killed me in a haunted house and got away with it. Oh, was like, Blair, we're just getting started. Oh, boy. Considered like by many the first extreme haunt, Blackout, launched in New York in 2006, has expanded to Los Angeles and San Francisco, and offers horror experiences online or via text. Which sounds like the Fear Inc. movie. If you ever yeah, saw that, oh yeah, I saw that. That was cool. Participants have been waterboarded, asked to suck on bloody tampons, rubbed against by pervy weirdos forced to walk what? barefoot Whoa. over used condoms and suffocated with plastic these tortures what? are simulated you're not sucking on real blood unless you bring your own tampon oh. <laughs> many visitors report oh an extremely God. unpleasant experience which obviously is the point the documentary the blackout experiments details the haunt and those who've gone through it would you check out blackout in manhattan not uh, for me. That's a hard pass. Really? R- you're surprised? Right off on the list. Oh, I'm into it. <laughs> you do it? Oh, I'm into it. I I do, mean, I'd be laughing the whole way Everything's through. simulated. It's I can't not... say that for everything on this list. Ooh. I don't, I don't love people being like able to like grab me and I don't know like what's happening or something. And I like, usually that's what's fun about Haunted House is like, at least yeah. you can't like. Even though they usually like, you always make it worse at haunted houses because you do. like yell I my name it, I, immediately. So the whole time I have like, well, knowing they say, can't like, touch you, I make sure Blair. that I take advantage of being able to touch you. So like, I'll oh. wait for, I'll like know someone's and they popping feed out. On and what like, you give, oh yeah, you're bringing, <laughs> make it come, bad, come make in. it terrifying. Her name's Blair. She hates clouds. <laughs> Get seventeen of them at the end. <laughs> Her name's Blair. She hates clouds. That's perfect. <laughs> Let's continue. Let's talk about Scarehouse in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Pittsburgh in the Pittsburgh. Sounds scary. Scarehouse is one of America's top haunted attractions, and guests can choose one of two experiences the basement or stalked by a killer. Oh, the latter is is a horror themed escape room for ages 12 and over. That's the stalked by a killer. While the basement features. A series of intense R-rated horrors that will challenge your limits. Scarehouse warns you will be touched, bound, blindfolded, tormented, bound, challenged, and scared out of your mind. There are also electronic shocks. Tyler's the only one to do these things to me. (laughs) Total darkness and sexual content, which seems to be a running theme here. Participants must be at least 18 and have to sign a waiver. You may choose to enter in pairs or by yourself. So they're bound and they're sexual content. Like what? Is, Jesus. This Pete. is Fifty Shades of Grey. Like how much you got to pay to get into this thing? I got prices on a couple of them. They're, People they're, probably they're paid. Pretty, like, yeah. yeah, especially some of these, but also some of them are invite-only waiting list. Like it's crazy. Is it all torture, or no. can I get like a little happy ending? No, it's pretty. No, it's pretty no? torture. It's a haunted house, bro. Not a brothel. Yeah, it's fifty bucks, not five hundred. The basement at Scarehouse is an intense, immersive, interactive experience in nearly a one hundred year old historic and reportedly haunted building. It's not possible to make it from start to end without multiple actors jumping out at you unexpectedly, and visitors are often picked up, carried off, or tied up. 
The physical contact is constant and includes nightmarish scenarios such as simulated drowning, being locked in tight spaces, and the aforementioned real electric shocks. All that sounded pretty standard, except for the real electric shocks. Like that—that sounds sketchy. It couldn't be like. And where do you get carried off to? I mean, it starts from the beginning. Like, the overwhelming assault begins from the outset with the scent of burning sage and a golem-like gatekeeper laying his hands upon you and carrying you inside the shadowy darkness of the first room you will enter where he will leave you to face the evil that awaits. Mm-mm. Hmm. It gets, it's just all getting worse from here. Well, Black, Blackout not, is pretty dope. But this does not sound like something I'd be able to handle. Let's keep going. Asylum 49. Tuila, Utah. At Asylum 49, guests can be grabbed, separated from their group, detained, even strapped down to a metal bed. If you're willing to lay down the hundred buh, you can participate in extreme night. During these, you will be covered in blood, goo, and other things. Featured on Ghost Adventures, there's no better place to hold a haunted house than in a place that's actually haunted. Ooh, that does kind of sound... Blair, would you go to Asylum 49? I do think like the haunted house kind of situation. Like I've always been interested in paranormal. Yeah, that sounds like that's more up. Yeah. Our okay. Alley. Yeah. Okay. This one sounds pretty. Still dope. terrifying, and like I would just like totally be freaking out, but like it Less would be so intriguing. People and just, jumping out at you and grabbing yeah. you and trying I like to freak people, you out yeah, that way. Yeah, they're grabbing me like that. Yeah. More of like an eerie feeling. The haunted house would be more like. So you're an not experience. into like the waiver signing, grabby is okay, them yelling stuff at you. I don't need that sort of like torture crazy. Yeah, I like you to get enough see. Of that at I like home. to see it from afar. Like, yeah, I'll you like get watch someone that at home. Else. <laughs> <laughs> That's like Saturday night. Yeah. Like. I'm an observer by nature. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about the 13th gate in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Oh, never been there. Tell me about it. The 13th gate otherwise called the ultimate haunted house is home to 13 different realms where your nightmares and worst fears are brought to life known for its extreme ultra realism this attraction is one of the most detailed haunted houses in existence from crawling through a crematory oven to walking through long dark underground tunnels the 13th gate has 40,000 square feet of hell to endure. 40,000 square feet? An indoor and outdoor experience, the 13th Gate has been haunting the Louisiana area for over 16 years using a mix of phobias, including a real snake-infested Louisiana swamp, cramped tunnels you have to crawl through, and a horde of zombies. Oh, you gotta crawl? You gotta crawl. Uh, crap. Uh. Crawl. Crawl. Crotch? Crotch. <laughs> uh, Tyler. Real snakes? I believe Ugh. it was real snakes. I mean, it's like, it's Louisiana. Like, there's going to be snakes. They're yeah. everywhere. Snakes. They're I don't know no snakes. Everywhere. Everywhere. Like, I owned on. a snake and it bit me and you I'm You owned done. a snake? Yeah. I bought a little little footer. He was cute and stuff, and he Shed was your face. eating little pinky mice. And within like three months, he oh, was like four and a half feet yeah. in rats. <laughs> that escalated I, quickly. Yeah. <laughs> and he bit me real hard one time. So like yeah, after that, that. I'm, I'm cool with snakes. So yeah. I'm probably not going to that one. Let's talk about the Dent Schoolhouse in Cincinnati, Ohio. Oh, big, schoolhouse. Big ups to the Dent Schoolhouse. 
The Dent Schoolhouse was reportedly a real public school that opened in 1894. Legend has it, Dent was the site of a mass murder in the 1950s when a janitor was suspected of killing missing students. Aside from this terrifying haunted house, guests can also experience real-life paranormal activity by taking the ghost tour of the schoolhouse. Definitely. If you can't make it to Cincinnati this October, don't worry. Dent also holds a special Christmas-themed haunted house every year. That sounds like yeah. That's pretty sweet. That's cool. That's pretty sweet. Haunted. These are like haunted, like mental asylum or like schoolhouse would be like. I've been to really both cool. an abandoned orphanage and an abandoned asylum, and those were mm. the creepiest places I've ever been yeah, to. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it sounds like horrifying. You know, there's like a lot of things. And those those in weren't there. like paid to haunted houses. Those were like we found them, like being, being <laughs> oh, teenagers really? in the Dallas area. <laughs> that would be the way that like Blake finds his. Yeah, that was nobody was the, charging yeah. to get in there. We just broke right it in. It was. That, that's, that's a conversation for another day. <laughs> Terror Behind the Walls, Philadelphia, PA. Terror Behind the Walls is a massive haunted house attraction set inside a real prison. Oh, prison would be a good one. Yes. Too. With six attractions included and one admission price, it's hard to pass up this creepy haunt. Guests can opt in for the ultimate spooky experience during which you'll be grabbed, held back, sent down secret passageways, even temporarily removed from your group. You I'll may, see now. I don't like you may also that. be thrown into a haunted prison cell or forced onto an operating table. Ooh. Can you imagine Blair being separated from the group, thrown into an operating table? <laughs> there goes your liver. You, oh. you know I would pay, like, I'd, I'd throw a little 50 at a guy to make sure that, like, scare the living make shit. Sure, yes. Make sure it's this one. Yes. We want to see her pee. This is She's why in I the don't black go. jacket, <laughs> the jeans, the inappropriate shoes for a haunted house. <laughs> Eastern State Penitentiary is the kind of place that's creepy as hell. The crumbling walls of the six-chamber prison give the vibe of a nameless dread another prison which is part of its reason it made the list of the craziest prisons and jails in the world at the haunted house high production value combined with a team of over 200 invested actors impressive animatronics and cells outfitted with bloody prison guards and inmates makes keeping your ghoul an impossibility terror behind the walls that sounds good yeah I like that experience Motown Philly Went to Alcatraz and like I could feel yeah, like like, like the you know darkness that's yes. happening in a prison, inside of those walls. Like, like yeah. that's a creepy place. So I'm yeah, sure I that place. Like, really 1894 bad. schoolhouse, like old school oh. real prison. Like those are all excellent places to have a haunted house. Yeah, definitely. Someone was thinking. Just a, that's how you do it. Here's no, a little. Nobody's something. doing hospitals. Like no, like an abandoned hospital would be a real crazy place. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. That's it. That's you mental? Yeah. <laughs> This one's cool. Miasma, Chi-Town, Illinois. Miasma describes itself as a physical and psychological tear experience in which you step into someone else's shoes and experience a personal story of guilt and maybe redemption. It's a one-night invitation-only show and guests are only informed of its location just 24 hours prior to the event. Guests are warned that the subject matter may be violent and sexual and that you may be bound, forced to crawl, and placed in pitch darkness. You must enter alone, cannot wear glasses, and should expect to experience exposure to liquids and gels and demanding physical 
uh, in psychological moments. Oh, absolutely oh, not. You, I have I'm surprised to, to just like see you nix it so I don't know so what quickly. liquid or gels are going to be just like, they, you got to take your glasses up? No, off. thank you. Oh, uh, all right. Well, they then, take you. Yeah, there's a lot happening there. Yeah, it sounds uh, <laughs> a little sketch. It sounds a little <laughs> eyes wide shut, but I don't know. I can still get into it. <laughs> You gotta find something like that. <laughs> <laughs> Depends on who's doing it. Right. All right. Let's go back to Louisiana instead of NOLA. House of Shock, New Orleans. Founded by, among others, Pantera frontman Phil Anselmo, the House of Shock is one of the most unique haunted houses in America. All of the rumors about rock music being a vehicle for satanic messages. Ooh. The House of Shock sets yeah. out to this prove them right. Yeah. Live heavy metal bands perform on the weekends, adding to the experience while visitors endure yes. scares like the Church of Satan and an holy ritual that will have you shitting yourself. The oh, co-founder, Phil Anselmo, is no longer involved in Nola's satanic lair. Heavy metal vibes still reverberate from wall to wall. It features two new scares, The Carney Freak Show, Bordello of Freaks, and Clown Assault, Laugh in the Dark. Yeah, that definitely sounds messy. As for the original house, it too has gone through a bit of a makeover, but continues to play off of the city's historical dark magic, and as always, expect the trademark shock twist. What's the twist? Oh, but that's you gotta go to find out. Yeah, it sounds amazing. Yeah, that sounds good. I like the heavy metal like live. That would be crazy. Like that would be awesome. Right up our alley. Yeah, Yeah. yeah. for sure. Get into that. Yeah. What about the Erebus Haunted Attraction in Pontiac, Michigan? Previously the Guinness World Record holder for longest walkthrough haunted house, this cult classic plays host to four stories of haunted hurdles, which include a man-made swamp and mutant gorilla. (laughs) With state-of-the-art effects and disturbing costumes ripped right out of a Rob Zombie flick, the house feels as if you've entered the final gateway to hell. Have someone else go first, as Satan's minions will pluck victims from the crowd and have them buried alive. For real. Uh, pass. Could you do it? I could do it. Could you be buried alive? Yeah. They were like, Tyler, you're chosen. Go Michigan for having the previous Guinness Book of World Records longest haunted house. Congratulations to Cutting Edge in Fort Worth, Texas. Cutting Edge Haunted House was built in a 100-year-old abandoned meat packing plant in a section of Fort Worth that has yes. once been referred to as the Hell's Half Acre. The meat packing equipment from the Old West is still in use, but now it is a two-story human processing area. Realistic-looking human mannequins are hoisted up to the second level and brought through the entire meat packing process until the belt system brings the butchered corpses back up to the first level. It also features live sets, animations, and dozens of live actors inside and outside the building. It takes visitors an average of 45 to 55 minutes to explore the entire haunted house. Cutting Edge Haunted House has been recognized by Guinness Book of World Records as the longest indoor haunted house in the world. Wow. Cutting Edge, Fort Worth, Texas. Way to go, Cutting Edge. Good for you guys. During that long-ass journey, <laughs> you'll encounter room after room of horrible scenarios bringing your worst fears to life, including claustrophobia, which is, that's my, mm-hmm. everybody, that's my, mm-mm. I don't know anybody mm-hmm. who likes a tight space, really. You know, I'm, well, I'm not, not in the heights, I could do it if well, I know I'm, like, chilling, but no, claustrophobia, yeah, can't do it. Terrible. Just can't do it. This one's cool. 
How would you feel about a haunted house in Vegas? Would you be excited to hear about it? Yeah, Vegas oh, that one? could be fun. That could be really interesting. We love Vegas. We yeah. The Freakling Brothers Horror Show, Las Vegas, Nevada. The Freakling Brothers Horror Show is home to one of the most well-known and extremely realistic haunted houses in the world. Dubbed the Gates of Hell, this horrifying ordeal exposes you to the hellish scenes that are psychological, emotional, and sensory driven. They also have two other haunts known as Coven of Thirteen and Castle Vampire. The victim experience, which is no longer in operation, was the extreme version of the Freakling Brothers' Gates of Hell, and the show was one of the most traumatic haunted houses most would ever experience. As the name suggests, you are the victim of several sadistic tormentors who want nothing more than to make you say your safe word, purgatory. However, guests who have made it out claim to have felt a sense of accomplishment, and the creators of the haunt assure you that they are rooting for you to make it through the simulated danger. Some guests have reported being bound, gagged, hit, dunked in ice water, and stunned, like with a stun gun. Oh, man. I don't know about that. I, I wouldn't last a second in there. Did you do it, Pete? It just sounds like there's a there's too many ways for them to mess up and really hurt you. So I, yeah, if I'm I getting hit and that. slapped and round, like and how do I know? partially Buy drowned? Me a drink first. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like you gotta earn that, right? <laughs> Not just anyone gets to do these things. Like, Some dude off the street yeah. just gonna come in here and slap me around. Slap me around. <laughs> Who do you think you are? Let's talk about the Heretic House, Los Angeles, California. Heretic House is a mysterious LA haunt that takes place year-round in various locations. Explore themes such as claustrophobia, sleep paralysis or being alone in a cabinet of woods. Guests are bound, grabbed, roughly moved about, covered in fake blood, lightly clawed dead, suffocated, Uh. nailed into coffins, and Uh. may have their clothes shredded, among other horrors. Uh. Covered in blood. I mean, could you do it? Not for free. I'm not not paying to do it, that's for sure. I mean, I, I could do it, but you better be giving me something for that kind of experience. I'm sick of talking about those first 12. You know I saved the best for last. Yeah. And there's only, one, there's only one worth talking about. And anyone who knows anything about extreme haunts in this country knows that McKinney Manor mm-hmm. is the real deal. Whew. Russ McKinney runs what is unequivocally considered the most extreme haunt in the United States. Previously located in San Diego, there are now two locations, Summertown, Tennessee, near Nashville, and Huntsville, Alabama. Supposedly, thousands are on the wait list. Wow. What makes it so extreme? The haunt can last up to 10 hours. Oh my gosh. And guests go in solo or two at a time. You may be bound, slapped, manhandled, covered in blood, made to vomit, forced to eat cockroaches, and undergo simulated drowning. Despite all of the freaky fetishes and outlandish haunted theatrics, the house is absolutely free, believe it or not. Better all be. that became the ass of its visitors is that they make a donation to their Greyhound Rescue Organization or a donation of dog food oh. for the local animal shelter. Well, that's, nice. that's like the best part. But no, here's the it's best It's a 10-hour experience. It can be up to 10 hours. That's the extreme 
if the, that's the extreme version. And uh, let's talk about some ayahuasca back there. (laughs) Oh, no, they will ensure that you haven't. And I'm so glad you brought that up because here are a few requirements that you must pass to even be able to enter. There's requirements. There's there's so many liabilities that go on with that. (laughs) Wait till you hear this. You must be 21 and older only or 18 to 20 with parental approval. Doctor's letter stating you are physically and mentally cleared to participate. <laughs> a background check provided by McKinney Manor. You have to be screened via Skype with Russ himself. Proof of medical insurance. Sign a detailed 40-page waiver. You must wow. pass a portable drug test prior to the show that will be administered on site. Wow. That's intense. That's if you're picked out of the thousands on the waiting list to get through there. That is crazy. Wow. Jeez. Uh, yeah, because of all that, that, that's probably enough signals for me to pass. Really? You don't want to hear a little more about it? I definitely need to hear more about I mean, it. I need to hear all about it. I'm just never going. Oh, I'm into it. I, I want you to go, and I want to hear just like all about your experience. We're a GoPro. <laughs> the theme constantly changes, so each tour is different for every person. According to Russ, there are different locations, which have been streamlined for cult fans who are determined to make it through. I consider the people who take part in the haunts as my friends because I research and spend time with them before they go on the haunt. Not only is it the scariest haunted house, but it's also the most disturbing, and they offer an extreme version. In over 20 years, nobody has ever completed the extreme version. Up to $20,000 can be yours if you survive and complete the full (laughs) 10-hour experience. Now you got my attention. Didn't they just make a movie that was kind of like that? Where it was like you're basically get tortured, but if you like get through, then it's like... You get paid. You get paid and you have like the feeling of going through the experience and being changed by it and the whole Well, that's deal. Saw, isn't it? I mean, there's a lot of... You, you could tie that to a lot of... Man, but that's crazy. Cinematic adventures. That's some good stuff though, yeah. right? That's amazing. <laughs> a little worn out. Yeah, I bet. Extreme hunt. I'm scared. That's pretty sweet. <clears throat> yeah, that last, last place. I don't Woo! know if I could... Uh, the waivers. Like, we need to hear from people that have done it. Like, yeah, tell I, me I about could get it. That. Nobody's finished it. Well, there's I people mean, that have done it, or at least have tried. Is it just real torture? What? It, how long? You, oh, I yeah. guess it's just psychological terror, so oh, you yeah. don't know how long it's going to be until the next phase of torture is coming. Maybe they... I mean, I'm surprised a military person hasn't done this yet because a lot of their training has to do with, like, in SEER school, you have to sit in a box for two days with just a straw in your mouth breathing out of that thing. I wonder how many requirements I could make it through. Like, I'm not thinking about the haunted house. I'm thinking, like, like am I going to pass? Like, well, <laughs> doctor's clearance, mental <laughs> and physical? Like, this is, this is social really studies, tough. history? This is going to be really tough. Really tough. <laughs> <laughs> like, ooh, that, yeah, that I don't know. Yeah, that would certainly be interesting. If I pass, I'm like, wow, really? I passed all this? Yeah. Like, I'm not going to be mentally stable after this, but that's cool. <laughs> That's a good list. Glad Going in, beforehand. I'm good. Yeah, good to know. What coming out? You guys owe me a lot more than twenty grand. Need some therapy, but yeah. Extreme hunts, right? That's good stuff. That's awesome. Over. Yeah, good stuff. Very nice. Let's take a break. Enjoying something crunchy? 
Follow us on social media and tweet us your comments and questions at crunch underscore cast. We encourage you to participate and thank you for listening. And we're back. All right. I say we switch it up a little bit. Okay. That was um that was that was ex- extremely haunted. Very crunched over. Yes. I thought it was very fitting. I'm coming down from the anxiety right now, but <laughs> <laughs> not as terrified. But the come down is uh, not as bad as the well, go d- up. During break, I already put you on the waiting list for McCamey Manor. <laughs> Hope you're stoked. No, I'm not going, man. Even if they pull my number, pack, pack your bags, brother. Nope. Let's switch it up a little bit. With help from the Allowed Travel Team, I want to talk about ways to spot an American abroad. Oh no. Okay. Definitely. This is good to know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> good this, is good. Know. this is good to know. Straight white teeth, not knowing the metric system, and not caring about soccer, but don't you dare call it fucking soccer, Food are fun. all indicators that you're red, white, and blue. But here are the sure signs that your states are hanging out and may need to be tucked back in. Hey, Blake, your states are hanging out. Right? This is a... Uh, this is good, and I, I want oh, us. I can to, tell we're already going to be like all over this list. I'll, and I want us. So I do want us to address what we're guilty of. Guilty here. as charged. And Tyler, you and I are just. I mean, most Americans are ninety percent. Between all of us, we have this whole list covered. I, you could just take one look at me and know I'm American. You and I are guilty of this first one, right now. <laughs> Grown <laughs> men wearing shorts. Part of the UOD, the uniform of the day. <laughs> we live in the desert. Even when it isn't super hot outside, Americans love to wear shorts. In India, for example, though, shorts are only for children. You won't get scolded, but they'll think a grown man wearing shorts is very odd. It's just not a common thing to see in many other countries. Interesting. I mean, yeah. I would have not even. Thought if I was that traveling, if you were traveling abroad, would you pack a bunch of shorts? If it's like a hot desert climate, yeah, I'm wearing shorts. If I was going to India and... You know, it's probably a bit warm. I would bring shorts. Yeah. I mean, but... If people were looking at me, I'd still probably rock the shorts, I mean, too. I'm six foot five and you're six foot seven, so... They're going to be staring at people you. People are going to be staring at us no matter what. People so staring I don't think the shorts are going to be go. a big deal at that point. Sticking out like sore thumbs over here. I think we could all be guilty of this one. Requesting drinks with ice. You might find chilled wine or mineral water in other places, but if you're trying to find tap water or soda with ice in it, you're immediately marked as American. Mm-hmm. Our bizarre obsession huh. with watering down our beverages is a dead giveaway, not yeah. to mention more likely to expose you to local waters that haven't been filtered as much as the drinking water. I totally get that. Same thing with beers, too. In uh, Germany, Europe, they like to serve room temperature beer. Warm beer. Couldn't do that, and I wouldn't think about it like twice. If someone brought a drink or water with no ice in it, I'd be like, (laughs) Ooh. Can I? I'm going to need some more bread, and I'm definitely going to need some ice. (laughs) (laughs) It's just a pitcher of ice. Just a little bit more. Bring a bucket. Interesting. Is this water triple filtered? I mean, it probably would be like a smarter way just to chill your beverages instead of watering down everything. But yeah. we use ice, so Americans are ice people. Americans are. We ice like ears. to chew on ice. We like to crunch on yeah. it. Like, there's yeah. people that will go to specific restaurants or because their ice convenience yeah. stores because of their ice. Yeah, definitely. It's very true. Sonic eyes always that great. Wearing baseball caps. 
Americans are into the caps. Oh, yeah, yeah, but definitely. And we take them with us everywhere, including overseas, where they immediately mark us as a blue-blooded American. Part of my fashion. It's my own personal style. I would be rocking a hat for sure. I mean, is it? It's like particular, like the ball cap, because like I feel like yeah. Europeans wear hats. It's just not. Yeah, they would wear like a more of a like a fedora, like a sports, right? Or a like a, a beret mm-hmm, or like mm-hmm, a the beret style, mm-hmm, you know? Mm-hmm. Kangle hat. Baseball doesn't get more American, so or I mean, not get necessarily more baseball, baseball. So like I do have, a, but the baseball, baseball cap baseball. has been coined for all sports, all kinds of fashion. There's there is a baseball cap. I like wearing Cowboys hats because people get pissed off at Cowboys fans. You either, you, you either like make friends, people are like, bro, dude, Love Cowboys. Or, yeah, Cowboys. Or they just like hate you. Or it's just like, ugh. Getting some sort of reaction. Yeah. I love it. Wearing white socks. This is another huge giveaway. Nice. In the, in the U.S., we may fuck with people for wearing socks with sandals. But white socks <laughs> yeah. are apparently super... American, whether you're wearing new sandals or not. People across Europe and the UK tend to wear darker socks only. I'd say this depends on your shoe. If I'm wearing a tennis shoe, and I often do, that's white sock yeah. friendly. If I you're wore not going to wear white with like a business shoe. Yeah. Anything more formal than a tennis shoe, I'm, you have to one wear. One thing I'm not guilty of because uh, you can't see my socks. Got those no shows. shows. That's what I rock too, but they're still white socks. I, I, I only wear no shows as well, but they're still white socks. You know what? They're out of style now. The new style is long white socks again. Or no socks at all. Or no socks at all, yeah. Which I just can't do. But that's what it looks like, though. Like what we've been rocking for the last yeah. 15, 20 years yeah, is the no, the no show shows. socks. So it looks it's like so you're not wearing socks. That's and true. if you're really not wearing socks, you're just dirty. Yeah. Put I'd, some socks on them feet. I'd be sliding around in my shoes. Talking to strangers, granted not all Americans do this, but for the ones who do, it's an immediate signal that you are from the U.S. of A. It's not the accent that comes out when you open your mouth, it's the fact that you opened your mouth in the first place. (laughs) American friendliness is a little different than what you see elsewhere in the world. Oh, we would be awful then. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) I would be... Guilty. Completely guilty of this. Oh man! Hi, how are you, Blake from Texas? How are you doing today? Our whole family, mom would be just like obnoxiously this just like talking to everybody, yeah. just so loud. This one's directly tied with that overly sharing your feelings. Oh. <laughs> it's not just that we're talking to the strangers, but Americans are super weirdly and intimately open with strangers. If you <laughs> unload on a total stranger, they're gonna peg you for a yank right away. I feel like these people spend a lot of time in bars. Just because, you know, the American folk yeah. in, in in the bar system, hanging out in the bars, talk a lot to people that they don't know. So maybe that's where they're getting their information people from. People are on vacation. They want to mingle. They want, like, the full hostile experience. That's true. They're looking I think for Americans something memorable. are just, like, more but where do you emotional and, like, vocal about it overall than yes, Europeans we are. anyway. We are. And we would notorious. like to tell everybody that we're on vacation and this yeah. is a new thing for us and tell us and what you like, do around And they're like, I don't here. care. Why are you telling me this? Americans are guilty of always applauding too. Clapping for a performance is important. And if you take in any kind of show anywhere, it is appreciated. But Americans have a reputation for clapping everywhere at everything, like at a movie theater for performers who obviously can't hear you or for planes making a smooth landing. That shit isn't necessary anywhere, here, here included. 
But Americans <laughs> like to clap. That's really funny, just because we're definitely whooping up people. So yeah. we're, we're clappers. I hate that, yeah. though. I, I was I'm, a cheerleader, too, so I'm certainly a clapper. I'm not a clapper at the end of movies. I'm not a clapper on the plane. Like I've you know. done it. I'm not going to say I'm not a clapper yeah. because I have done it. it. I've done both of those things I've, for I've sure. But that's also because everybody else was doing this. Everybody was clapping at the end of the movie and everybody was clapping. And also so because it was a peer pressure to clap. I would have done it anyway because you know I'm down for a good clap. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always here for it. Blues, like, I love to share a, a good moment tape. with everybody. I'd just like to tell you right now, your states are hanging out. Yeah. Name your sex tape. Yeah. And you got it. I'm always down for the clap. <laughs> <laughs> you got at least one state hanging out. Probably a couple that you need to tuck back in. <laughs> That's everywhere. <laughs> trying someone else's accent. Of course, mm-hmm. when you're trying not to sound Guilty. American, that's when you sound most American. Oh. We're I wouldn't total- even try this because it'd be terrible. <laughs> Me too. We're, we're, do I have it, a bit of an accent? I, I have no Texas accent, but anytime I'm ever trying to do oh. an accent from anywhere, that's when I sound most Texas. Oh, yeah. It's like, that's yeah, yeah, it's like I only sound Texas. <laughs> oh, your steers hanging yeah. out. <laughs> your twang got yeah, worse exactly. trying to sound like someone I Try else. and pull off any accent, and all of a sudden it's met. Perfect Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> <laughs> we're notorious for being convinced that we can talk and sound just like the people <laughs> we're around. And that's when we break out an Australian accent in London or a northern accent oh. in Wales. <laughs> if so you try bad. this in the UK, you should know Perfect. an American even living there for years still likely isn't going to pull that off. Oh, yeah, they probably hate Mm-mm. that so much. Mm-mm. Like you sound nothing like us. Tyler, if you were traveling, you know, across any pond with us, would you... Uh, would you fear that we may fall into this category of loudness? Yeah. <laughs> I don't ever have to worry about losing you to anybody from your family. Oh, no. Extended you can hear family. Are we guilty of being loud? I, I think whether yeah. I'm intentional or not intentional. We're loud southern family, that's we're for sure. Allowed. Yeah. I, you, wow. you definitely make your presence known. Guilty. <laughs> With the guilty. loudness. Whether it's a question of day to day conversational volume or shouting across a room to get someone's attention which i do to blair on purpose anytime she walks into a restaurant you can attest to that across the entire oh, restaurant she'll see us i know she sees us oh yeah but i do it just so everyone will look at her as soon as she walks in <laughs> i try to make it as awkward as possible the best place to do it is in the shopping mall you get the best reverb oh, in there typically you'll get at least two floors so of people, people to look down and find <laughs> the blair it's just uh, it's a fun game to play. These it's aren't jokes. These, these, these are not jokes, people. No, I'm telling you, this is real, real life. life. This happens. Like more than one shopping mall. Players. I had to get used to oh, that. This is yeah. like every time if I meet, yeah. <laughs> I to get used to. Not something Tyler, you can just there's like, a few things we're gonna have to uh, uh, prepare for here. We're, we're meeting Blake here. Tyler, sit down. The restaurant. So yeah. you're gonna have to get used to that. <laughs> Yep, the ICR party. Mm-hmm. We're just going to mm-hmm. go ahead and walk through. Thank uh-huh. you. Americans haven't quite nailed the inside voice thing just yet. Nope. If the mm-hmm. accent you speak doesn't give you away, your volume definitely will. Mm-hmm. This is my favorite Precisely. one. This is my favorite one on the list. You could tell how people would be easily guilty of it. I could tell how we would probably be guilty about it. When Americans meet other Americans abroad... When Americans meet oh, other yeah. Americans, oh, it's, yeah. it's like we found our long lost Best, relatives, besties for even the rest. though they are complete strangers. You're from Colorado? I've been there before. Yes. Oh my God. We're like best friends. Do you know Jim and Susie from Denver? <laughs> They've been there 
Oh, we get loud. We'll talk about the states we're from in the process, letting everyone else around us know we are so painfully American. Yeah. Yeah, I'm definitely seeing this I can totally more see and more as you're saying. You, you latch on to the comfort guilty. and like, yeah, I remember being overseas. The commonalities that you have with people mm-hmm. and connecting, mm-hmm. yeah. Any slang like saying bro or sup? The dead giveaway that you're from the old US of A. Australians <laughs> and a lot of others say mate. It's like Americans say bruh. Dude, bro, you know? man. So if you want to keep a low profile, you get to update the slang and know. I mean, the, y'all, man, bro. the y'all would be pretty. Uh, yeah, we're pretty forever y'all. This is pretty American. Wearing graphic tees. Aside from just wearing an American flag, the next most American thing you could wear is any graphic tee. Apparently, this is page one in the book of how to be as American as possible overseas. Europeans take their fashions like very seriously, which I obviously appreciate. But I can definitely see that as well. Oh, I'd be rocking like. I'm sure I would have packed some shirt that it would have oh, print on it. Yeah. Having any print, even the name of a college, is far less common and very rare fashion choice. Interesting. Hmm. Everybody's going to see me coming a mile away then. Yeah. Unbridled positivity. By comparison, Americans have an unending supply of optimism in a sense that anything is possible. Of course it is. Even, <laughs> well, of course. Land of possibilities. <laughs> I mean, even of course it is. <laughs> the never-ending possibilities Floating <laughs> 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 around on smiles Well, of course it is <laughs> Even more so, we genuinely believe Big change can happen quickly Not every culture is like that Here's one I'm probably guilty of Trying to haggle In some places and in some cultures Haggling is a way of life But as Americans, we're not big on minor details like when and where it's appropriate and when mm-hmm. it's not. I would have don't, no idea mm-hmm. when you're able to haggle oh. when you're not. Don't be surprised to see Americans arguing about everything from the price of a meal to the price of some little trinket souvenir. I mean, I would probably... I'm not a haggler. I'm so a I don't, haggler. A lot of us uh, anywhere, here Anywhere I feel you can haggle, I'll haggle with you. I'll, I'll haggle, haggle for you. you. I'll haggle for you. <laughs> <laughs> We're we're from the Southwest, so we've all been down to the borderlands of Mexico, where it's encouraged to haggle. And that's haggle country. (laughs) Everything from what will you take for it? There's nothing you can't haggle there. I can just tell you what I'll pay for it, and you'll just give it. They're like, it's 150. Like I'll give you 15 bucks for it. Yeah, exactly. Like all right, I'll walk in. Seriously, worked. I'll walk in and haggle the price of the gas. I'll be like, "Mm -mm." nah. I'm thinking (laughs) 20 pesos and 10 American. Science is dollar. Tops. Tops. I got six bucks. I need you to fill it up. What do you How do you feel about it? <laughs> what will you take for that boro outside? <laughs> <laughs> You're definitely a better haggler than me. The person would just look at me with a face. I'd be like, I know. I just shouldn't have even tried. I'd like you. just try my first attempt at haggling and be like, so what do you think about? And they'd be like, just, just stop. Turn around. Stop. Someone, please. Get her. Get somebody else to haggle for you, man. Yeah. <laughs> someone haggle for her because she doesn't know what she's, to do she has no idea what to do sir you look like you could haggle yeah. you're a haggler aren't you who's like, interesting in being haggled possibly you <laughs> <laughs> it's my first introduction into the business world <laughs> head down down to rocky point it's good times it's good times yeah you'll haggle your ass off there probably if i ever have a challenge finding out when it's appropriate to 
daggle. It's appropriate until they flash the gun at you. <laughs> so you're saying this is inappropriate. <laughs> okay. Cool. I'm going to go ahead and Full feel price out it is. this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 200 pesos is fine. <laughs> oh, let's take a break. Enjoying something crunchy? Follow us on social media and tweet us your comments and questions at crunch underscore cast. We encourage you to participate and thank you for listening. And we're back. That wasn't disturbing enough. (laughs) We need to get back to disturbing. Certainly entertaining. I was into it, you know. I we're, loved it. We're easy to spot abroad. I'm guilty as we're, charged. Oh, we're, easy, we're easy to spot abroad. Yes. Um, so we finished It Chapter 2 last night. We sure did. I think we should talk about the original, the made-for-TV 1990 flick. Yes. And I think we should discuss both the new 2017 It Chapter 1 and 2019 It Chapter 2. Yes. Tyler, Blair, so what do it. you think? Well, I feel like we just need to immediately start off... With Skarsgård versus Curry and how we feel about it, Ugh. which I have an immediately no pulled to Yeah, I mean that was the difference between the two in my eyes, and Tim Curry just can't be okay. competed with. I thought Skarsgård did very good. I thought he did a great job. Yeah. I mean, he's under 30. He's a, he's a young guy. He did the creepy very well. And and a lot of the parts that I really liked about the new Pennywise wasn't necessarily Skarsgård, though. Like, I loved the drooling, like, before he would make like, a kill, creepy. especially like, that was yeah. good. I liked yeah. the eyes being crossed. So, like, you know, that was kind of more of, like, a shout-out to the makeup effects. But he did do things well. Tim Curry... Was he a was thing just of nightmares. Like, oh. He scared the people. He scared the cast yes, and crew. They, they wouldn't were, even like, talk to him while kids, making the movie. Like, frightened by him. his appearance. I mean, he was just so presence. perfect. I mean, casting okay. was amazing. Let, let's let's make an example out of this. I have the same scene from both both movies, in Chapter One and then the original. Ooh, nice. Okay. While, while we're talking about Skarsgård in in Curry, specifically. yeah. Let's just get let's just give an example for some context. Which would you like to start with? I say we start with the new one. Yeah. I say we start with this new yes, one. Yes, I agree. Oh! Hi, Georgie. What a nice boat. Do you want it back? Um, yes, please. So he does some of the creepy voice well, but it's not you the like... Do Georgie? Tim Curry gave me that to stuff from Forever. Oh, voice. Uh, well, I'm Pennywise Dancing cloud. It's eerie, but it's not disturbing. It's not disturbing. Georgie, meet Pennywise. (laughs) Now we aren't strangers, are we? Little endearing. Little endearing. You know, it's not scary. Not not horribly horrifying. Just on the standalone, the voice, if we're just doing the voice. Yeah. There's a couple things I did like there, though. Oh, the music, the sounds. That's rough. That's rough. All right. Now what I think is much scarier addition 
the original. Made 19 I years ago. Oh, it yeah. immediately scares me hearing him. Mm. Oh. Aren't you going to say hello? <laughs> oh, come on, bucko. Don't you want to... Yeah, that's just... So instantly creepy. I'm not supposed to take stuff from strangers. My dad said so. Very wise of your dad, Georgie. Very wise indeed. I, Georgie, am Pennywise the Dancing Clown. You are Georgie. So now we know each other. Not as an endearing. You know something's going on there. Oh, yes. They float. Georgie, when you're down here with me, you float down! So good. So good. No evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy that. staff, they comfort me. Not right there. Oh, that, that, scary, that brings it back. I think it was a scarier intro. Way scarier. I think that was a scarier intro. The whole, I'm going to say that the whole original, the whole thing scared me more. Well, I mean, but that saying for like, they came out. When you were two years old, you saw it probably two years after that. <laughs> so there's some serious like, nostalgia, you know, taking place here. Yeah, but still, there's going to be kids. It. If you showed a kid the same, saw the new one and the old one, I'd be interested to see yeah. how they felt about it. But I still think Tim Curry... Especially, like, the grittiness of a VHS and, like, the clown. The I don't makeup know. was I don't know. so good with that Bart Mixon did yes. the original makeup for yes. Tim Great. Curry. And it was just Ooh. the mix of the two of them together was so good. And then the music, like you just played it right there. And in those clips, oh, we'll you di- heard we'll that We'll discuss music. the music. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll discuss the CGI too. And oh, that, that don't even get seems, me started. Uh, CGI, I want my money back. Yeah. CGI, <laughs> can't believe what I'm watching. CGI, CGI I feel like I'm on a NASA trip. Yeah, we'll get into some of that. Um, I want to keep going on the cast. Definitely. I, like, let's. I did like so much the of kid. the cast and the new one. Okay, let's talk about the first one because I loved the kids, but I hated the adults. I did not care for adult Richie. The kids I were did great. not care for Agreed. adult Bill. I love John Ritter. John Ritter, I liked. You know, Beverly, take her, leave her. Mike, I, Mike, I liked, but I did like. Um, I did like Mike. Didn't yeah, but the kids, Stan, the, the kid is Stan. I liked um, the, the kids. They Richard they were Mr. great. They were great in the first one. Um, in the second one, I was like, "There's no way the kids were going to be as good," and they were. Like the, the kids were awesome. Yeah, the they kids were. And, great. and the remake and the adults that they got. The cast was the best part of this. Like oh, I had so really good. high expectations Jessica Chastain, because Bill Hader, um, James McAvoy James was McAvoy. amazing as yeah. Bill. Like I was so excited to see that, and then it wasn't bad, but it was I don't know too much Stan CGI. Yeah, it was so hard to just get in the moment and feel the movie and be in the present it and didn't be feel scared. Scary. They took acting out of it. Yeah. And, you know, like Tim Curry, he Tim was. Tim Curry scared the beans out of me. He made sure he, he had. Yeah. He knew CGI was cheap then and he wanted him to use it as very little as possible and never on him. He was like, you know, it's going to take away from my performance. I'll use prosthetics. Um, and you I'll can use tell different his makeup and stuff. But like, yeah. You know, and then you could tell the old cheap CGI that they had when he like moves to drain in the first one. Like, they did use some CGI, especially yeah. towards the end. But they used the it just like in that. the right way. More but quality one, over quantity. In this CGI. one, like let's get, let's talk about another you know famous scene that was in both of the movies, like the dinner scene. 
Like yeah. in the yeah. first one, there was cockroaches. There was some like crazy things. The eyeball, like, like that was like yeah. okay. The that baby was creepy. chicken or that baby was crazy. bird? Yes. It was a baby bird, I yes. think. Like a bird fetus. Like that was <sighs> disturbing things you would never want to see. The other one. Again, the music was amazing. The other one it was like a baby, a baby's head that came out on like a scorpion yeah, that body got or weird. something. Yeah. That was different. Much better in the first one. The yeah. old adult Richie in the first one drove me freaking nuts. He was so corny and cheesy. Even as a kid, he just like his lines were so cheesy. Like, there's a lot of Tim Curry lines that were, were cheesy now that were, like, you know, funny then. I liked Seth Green. Yeah. I liked almost all of the kids. Like, I, I think I liked all of them. I can't think of one I didn't like in the first one. But the adults, I didn't care for half There were some them. certain standouts, for sure. They were trying to be too much like their child personas and didn't show the progression into their adulthood. If they're funny, you got to be funny later on. Yeah, that's why Bill Hader was so good because he was like an actress, such a comedian. He was so good. He He used his comedy at times that a comedian does use. He had timing. He did justice to the part and like like it it was funny now and that would be funny twenty years from now. Yeah, Bill Hader definitely. The other Richie didn't. I mean, I I just didn't care for it. It was way way too much cheese. I understand that was a little bit more. I did learn so much more about Richie's character in this one that I didn't know before. It's true. Yeah. And I was like, okay, with the secret thing, but they made it too much of like a secret. They made it where it was too big of a deal. They didn't even talk about it. But yet, in other ways, they were like, there was a lot of extreme homophobia. Oh my in god, the, the movie. first scene was like, what? It was I was like, like, what? There was unnecessary a, homophobia, unnecessary hate crime to like start off mm-hmm. chapter two. Like, I don't. Yeah, I was I don't, like, this is not like the original. I don't remember that in the book. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, before we that move on too far, one. I would just like to bring up Bill's hair in the first one. The adult oh. Bill in the 1990 it that the hair ponytail on the whole that is the thing of nightmares. <laughs> that's oh, the scariest that's, part of it that's all. That's the thing that will I really James haunt McAvoy you 27 was years. Such a good Bill. Yeah, he was great. He was so good. The cast was awesome. It like they the new Ben was interesting. Like they that even one had to deal different. with some cheesy writing at times and still made it work. Like Ben Haskum was. I felt like the new Ben was. Like they just told him, like be like Ritter. Shout out like, to our cousin Adam who found the sweet little Easter egg that adult Ben or yes. no young Ben from the 1990 movie yeah. yes. played a random Brandon Crane ca- who played yes cameo. little Ben. Yes, he had a little cameo at the Hanscom board meeting towards mm-hmm. the like when he yes. first are introduced to overly handsome adult Ben <laughs> in the second one. They did too. Like John Ritter was good. He was the right amount of handsome. Yeah, this guy was. This guy, this guy is ridiculous. Hey, haircut. Take a seat. <laughs> They're like carving things into his body. You could only see in the mirror, and you're just like, I feel sorry for you and your twelve pack right now, bro. <laughs> Eighteen <laughs> pack of yeah. Natty Light. You got clearly a stomach that perfect there. body of yours. Yeah, not gonna make it to Equinox tomorrow. Sorry, bruh. <laughs> <laughs> Spin class is canceled. Let's talk about the music. The music. Oh, can we? The music. Oh, so good. That was a big piece that was missing in the from new the ones. Yes. From the old ones. Let's, let's just play a little music from Richard the Bellis, original. Thank you for your incredible yeah. work that creeped me out as a kid. Let's just, like, while we so have a bad. little conversation oh. about the music, let's play some of the music. I mean, the setups, oh. that was like, because a lot of it wasn't, I mean, it was a made for TV movie. So it was I certainly, it was certainly that. not art. Like the new but it was were. like three hours, right? Wasn't oh, it yeah. super long? And that's why they didn't oh, release yeah. it in the theater? Yeah. Probably. 
probably. God, it's the music creepy. was so unbelievably well done. And there's parts, you know, there were parts that were pretty graphic, like the the tub part, which, by the way, was a lot more graphic, and I thought in a lot first, more terrifying in the 1991 yeah. yes. first one. Also, because the music assisting that stand scene and him acting, like that whole thing was. Was this not? Part of that oh. right here. I think that was used oh. there. This was used a couple times. Because, yeah, it's showing the shower wall. Mm. Yeah. But that was terrifying, and I thought, I thought it was more well done in the first go around. Yeah. Um, I feel like in the second, they were hurrying to, like, just kind of hit on everything and then, like, add on everything they did on the end. And it was it was a lot more suggestive in the first one. Like you had to use a lot more of your imagination yeah, for what the horror exactly. was. It kind of yeah, it didn't show a lot of it. That, you also that's didn't know that that was making. gonna happen. And when you, you read the book. Though. Implied yeah. horror is usually more terrifying than actual CGI well, horror. It's I was just about to say right. it's better than clutching on CGI too hard. Yeah. Like even oh, this, this true. this was a uh, this was creepy. Creeps me out, yeah. It makes me out, look over my shoulder. Yeah, like I that's know. just uh, remember Ugh. remember Clown House, Blair. Blake. Which was the more scary movie clowns? about clowns? Between it and Clown House, Blair, I, I showed you these I movies five, at I far was, too young of an age. Literally before I was five, I'd play seen both of those movies. Wow. Poor Mental Blair. patients escaping, <laughs> dressing up as clowns <laughs> and Clown like House, killing that, the neighborhood. That's a hard find, but if you can. Clown House is quality good, stuff. God, yeah. I don't even want to watch that again because I I remember it so vividly, actually. Could you get into some Clown House? Oh, that would bring back some nightmares for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I'd want to go down that road. You know what's going to give me nightmares if we're talking about the second one? And this is what really pissed me off. It and his deadlights are in the book and what they were alluding to in, in both movies. That he's been around for like millions of years. And, yeah. and this thing was taken down. By some insults. By just a collective group of insulting people. In, in the end, after like four hours between the these two new movies. and overcoming your strength. And no, 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 no. This terrifying clown of horror that could just do all those CGI he, he things and the thing of, of nightmare. Anymore. He was so big. It, they had to make him a, feel small. It took yeah. a handful of insults just to wipe him out and it's done. <laughs> and he's Roll gone. credits. That's Roll it. You big boy. Take that. You're mean. You're a clown. <laughs> yeah. You're a mean clown. People don't yeah. like clowns. Like that was... Um, clowns I are hated dumb. that. I hated that. Yeah, that was a I weak ending that. to that. Even I don't even remember, but if that was exactly how it went in the book, I would have said change that. Yeah. Like, sorry, Stephen. <laughs> there was definitely the spider. Like I remember being so confused. Again, so I didn't read the book. Like I know you read it. I mean... But I was so confused by the... Spider. Oh yeah, they, they left that. out the weird turtle. They like when it turned into a spider at the end of the first film. I was like so beyond confused, Wait, and I was but like, that was, that I was, was terrified by Tim Curry the whole time. He just turned into a spider. It was confusing, was like, but still a little creepy, and like a you know a movie that was just kind of like yeah. you suffered and I get to make it like all the way through is, the end. You're, like, you're so tired. We never made. It I waited four hours and two VHS tapes. But I had it, to like rewind three different times to second, find out he turns yeah. into a spider. And in the second one, Stan's head becomes the spider and attacks him. The head was like that was interesting. The stand head, yeah, that know. was. That there was, was a couple a of weird things. Weird. The whole Mrs. Kirsch, huge naked CGI giant lady yeah. was, giant Kirsch. I was just like, what is happening? <laughs> like you knew something CGI and weird was about to happen right when it did, and you're just yeah. like, oh my gosh. 
just too much. I couldn't even be scared because it's like, okay. It's so unbelievable at that right. point. Yeah. But Tim Curry lived in my nightmares like forever just yeah. with his like, the, again, the good makeup. And, the like, Pennywise the itself and the Pennywise parts, even in the new one, was really good. You know, maybe Actually, not Actually, I did like, like under the bleacher the scene. Stuff. Like that like, was yeah. kind of like creepy. And the drooling. I love that. Like, See, there was, there was some there. really good. good stuff. And there the was pauses some, there, were like. Yes perfect dramatic pause yeah. where it, it was like the creepiest right even there. Even when you know it was coming, it was still like, it still has some scary parts, but then there were other parts where it was like, really? And every, the, time, the... every time a kid popped up, I was like, oh man, this kid's dead. Yeah. yeah I this mean, is going to be bad immediately. CGI, I can't believe they're doing this again. Like, <laughs> Why do they uh, have so many hands? the Beetlejuice remake. There was so It was many, like so handy. Yeah. There was like 500 handies. Name your sex tape. <laughs> 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 I said that one up, didn't you, I? You walked right into that. I did. <laughs> Should have known as soon as I said it. <laughs> but there was. There was like teeny hands well, that grew in other hands. There, and there was, was like small hands. A hand fiend you know, going on there. Thing, that's got to be you a thing. They, I, I no think they just hands. went down a list of because like, people, what is... What, people what, get creeped out Yeah, by what hands. do people get creeped out the most Other about? than clowns. And they put a right. whole bunch of that stuff in there. I agree. Spiders, hands, okay. For sure, eyeballs. No one, I, no everything at the dinner hands. table. Roach eyeballs. Yeah, CG. I feel like we're playing a video game. Here. <laughs> yeah, it did make me like get lost in a second. I didn't know what we were like watching anymore. Where I'm yeah. like, this doesn't feel like it right now. So no, it's like it doesn't. It feels like the new I'm not twisted dairy, metal. Right? I'm not in dairy anymore. CG. No. I don't believe anything that's going on in the screen yeah. right now. Yeah. Do you know what's so CG, crazy that I saw? So like we all talk about how like Tim Curry was just so incredibly insane, like terrifying and how the whole movie was crazy. How, how long that first original movie was. Tim Hours. Curry has less than 20 minutes of screen time. In a three hour movie. He in only the has whole 20 minutes of movie. Wow. Taken down by insults. I'm still pissed. I kind of <laughs> forgot about it. Like I had a nice day. Rubbed me the wrong thinking, way too. Like, yeah. I mean, ended last night kind of like really defeated by insults. And then I forgot about it. I had kind of a nice day not thinking about that. Now I'm like, <laughs> really? A little chafed again, huh? Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of tugging at my taters a little bit. <laughs> well, this has been another episode of Something Crunchy. Thank you for Thanks listening. Don't ever forget to live your crunchiest life. Be crunchy to one another. Please don't forget to subscribe, like, follow, and all that crunchy good shit. Thank you for listening.